Soy, the final frontier. I'm Comrade Britt. And I am Pat's Brain. These are the voyages of the starship USS Martin Short, our ongoing mission to explore old Star Trek episodes, both cringe and extra fucking cringe, <laughs> and to boldly go to steal the cerebral cortex. Soy Trek the podcast is here. Soy Trek, one half vegan, one half queer. A hundred percent communist, unless we have a less leftist guest. Patrick and Britain talking, joking, farting and shitting. Star Trek Like our buttholes The show is wrecked Soy Trek the podcast is here So listen to Soy Trek Right in your ears Welcome to the bridge Welcome How are you? I'm doing great, how are you Brit? I'm doing well, what's with the voice? I don't know, I'm doing a voice yeah, it was, it was definitely a voice. I'm not sure what that was supposed to be. It was my very suave voice. Well, that was very suave. Is this a new character you have going? Yeah, why not? This is uh, pa- Patrick Suave. <laughs> Patrico Suave. Ooh, I like, I like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Patrico Suave. I'm here to have uh, sex with you. <laughs> but at least with your ears for the time being. Because yeah. you are listening to my sounds and my words. Ear sex. Yeah. Tell us more about ear sex. It's I umox. mean, it's umox. It, yeah, it's umox. Yeah, it's umox. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I imagine, like, our podcast, though, would be, like, anti-umox to a, to a uh, Ferengi. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Like, I mean, people crash their cars listening to this podcast. Yeah. Uh, people don't masturbate to this podcast, I no, don't think. No, no, no. No, I hope not. I mean, it, it's a horny podcast, but not in the way that it's like, damn, I gotta whip my dick out because they're talking about stuff I'm interested in. It's always like... Uh, yeah, there's no uh, Howard Stern private parts moment. No, definitely not. <laughs> Who was sitting on the, um, on, the, uh, on the speaker. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a sexual awakening. Mm-hmm. In, in that, like, you're like, you awaken and you're like, I don't, I guess I don't want to have sex <laughs> yeah, yeah. anymore forever. <laughs> I guess I'm celibate now? I guess, okay. I'm, I guess I'm good. We're, yeah. <laughs> we're what uh, made Prince celibate before he died. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. I mean, uh, we're kind of on, we're kind of being hunted by his fans. <laughs> yeah. And his family. Um, and his family. Thankfully, they're all in Minnesota, so they're very confused about a lot of things. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, yeah they're, they never left Minnesota. They're stuck. Yeah. They never left the cool rivers of Lake Minnetonka. (laughs) (laughs) Cleanse yourself. Indeed. Uh, What's 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 going on? (sighs) You know. Yeah. Watching Star Trek. Yeah. Is that it? Oh, you 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 took a vacation recently. Where'd you go? Went to the peninsula. Uh, The Washington State Peninsula. Yeah, yeah. Washington State Peninsula. Cool. What'd you do up there? Uh, me and my friend from the East Coast, uh, we just like looked at all the sights and sounds. Mm-hmm. You like, you looked at the sounds? Oh, uh, well, I didn't see the sounds. No, but... you did. You saw. You definitely saw some <laughs> some bodies of water on an archipelago, which is what a sound is. Yeah. Oh, oh I did. I did. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Or a peninsula or yeah. an archipelago. Saw right. some saw some sea stacks. Mm-hmm. Um, also, like strangely enough, I went by a um, 
I was walking by a antique store mm-hmm. in Port Angeles, and I said, I was like, there's Star Trek in there. Yeah. I just had a feeling. Go in, mm-hmm. three Cisco dolls. Yeah, and you brought one to me. <laughs> Very did, kind yes. of you. Yeah. yeah. I was just like, this is incredible. How mm-hmm. is this possible that I knew that Star Trek was in this place? Because you're fucking, <laughs> you, you got your mind on Trek, brother. I do. I was just like, but I had the feeling. I, I got the sense when I passed by it. I was like, mm-hmm. I think it's like something that we just develop over time. Just like that sixth Star Trek sense. Yeah. The deep space ninth sense. This deep space ninth sense. Yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely. <laughs> I feel that. I feel that dog. I was, um, glad, I was glad to, I was glad to save them and, you know, give them a good home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm wondering where they're appreciated. Yeah. Um, hey, we have a Patreon. Oh, it's true. That's why we don't have ads anymore, oh, yeah. which is pretty cool uh, because people people pay us for, for doing this, which is very kind of them. Mm-hmm. And it helps us do stuff like get this brand new soundboard that uh, allows me to do this. Oh, my God. It's amazing. We're like demons. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we can also take a trip into a cave. Ooh, we've gone deep into the cave. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's. I think we're to the poop. Also, this sounds like the Zabaz voice. Zabaz speaks to you. The gun is good. The god is good. The penis is evil. The penis is evil. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, you know, we're having fun over here. Yeah. But uh, people on Patreon, uh, if you pay $5 or more a month, uh, you, by the way, it starts out at 2 bucks a month. Super cheap. 24 bucks a year. That's a great deal for That's all this deal. content. Because what you get is you get all of the episodes all at once when I'm done making them. So like probably tonight I'm going to upload these episodes. Everyone also get them distribute throughout the week mm. so they can't binge if they if, you know, unless they, they save it up till a week afterwards. Mm. And by then, that information's gone, baby. <laughs> that information. Whatever we said was a lie, so that information is just like on that podcast and nowhere else. My memory is usually wiped clean by the end. I yeah, I, I don't remember what I said. Yeah, no, straight, <laughs> straight up, like people will come at me all the time on like Instagram and stuff, and be like, oh, "I was listening to your podcast. This bit was so fucking funny," and I'm like, "I don't." <laughs> and it's from like two weeks ago. I'm like, "Yeah, oh, our, cool." Our, we cool, we, we switch yeah. we switch consciousnesses with uh, with elder beings from another time. Mm-hmm. They, they I, d- I I just smoke weed. You just smoke weed. Yeah, like, yeah. I, uh, my body, like, my consciousness is backwards through time, mm-hmm. and I am controlling, like, a, a half-plant sort of, like, monster. Yeah. And that half-plant monster is in my body talking on the podcast. So I don't have any memory of what he did while inside my body. It's, it's a complete mystery to me. Interesting. <laughs> this half-plant monster. Yeah. This half-plant monster is inside you, you say. Yes. So he's topping you. Yes. Weird. <laughs> well, I don't even know what's happening. Cause, like, I am, like, I am in his realm. Does he have like other... any tentacles? Or what's... yeah, he's like they grow sort of like, uh, like, uh, like a plant would. Like they're mm-hmm. completely symmetrical. Sure. And so while I'm back in that time, I'm commanded to write my experiences into a book mm-hmm. by the other by the other plant monsters. And yeah, and I'm... you're like, I can't read. <laughs> I can't read. They're like, oh. 
Why do you think I do a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Only talking. So I mostly just draw pictures of like flowers and like animals, and they just mm-hmm. go, they just sigh. At least I think it's sighing. You know, they have a completely different physiology than mm-hmm. me, and they just look at it and they're just like, oh, God, whatever. And then like, all right, podcast is over. Go back to your own body. And then I'm like, oh, okay. I guess I'll drive home now. <laughs> Several hours have passed. Yeah. This is like a Guillermo del Toro nightmare. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so maybe you should start paying me for therapy. Because I, <laughs> I feel like this is information that should go to a paid professional. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm not one of those. Uh, but uh, so for $5 a month or more on the Patreon at patreon.com slash dumbidiotbs, we say thank you to people just like Dylan Lance, Ian Killia, Nick Savard, Jordan Hale, David Craning, Seitz, Cappies, D. Gursky, Eric in South Slope, Jor Moore, Tim Wilkinson, Ethan Adams, Kyle Simmons, PJ Hale, Shane Sawyer, Gillian McCrary, SFC Punk, King Penumbra, Roberto Molina, Seven of Nine, James Hartman, Anna Conklin, Iggy, Electric Baphomet, Joe DeVidio, and Jonah Hearn. Hells yeah. Yeah. So uh, thank you so much. And also, uh, if you're listening, go to soytrek.com, uh, buy some merch from us. Yeah. We really appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, that always that always helps out. It's a nice supplemental income from a life. Oh yeah. Yeah. To pay off all of your all of your uh, fines and um... <laughs> and uh, my lawyer for the sex offender <laughs> registry list. Yeah. Unfortunately, that that. And it's like if you could just like just like go a week without a new like charge, charge yeah, like that would be great, right? <laughs> yeah, like, like so just, I, yeah, I have charges like a credit card, baby. Yeah, yeah, I got yeah. yeah there's so many charges that you call, call you credit card. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what they call me down at the sex offender registry list office, baby. <laughs> They're like. Brit, for the last time, you can't sign your name like that. <laughs> you have to sign your legal name, the one that's on your license. Yeah. And you're just like, credit card. Just build credit card, baby. <laughs> first, first name credit, last name card. <laughs> you should just change that to your legal name. Credit card would be a sick name, actually. It would be, yeah. 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 And be like, hey, baby, can I swipe it? Because I'm a credit card. <laughs> What's up? Be a good rap name. <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't be bad. <laughs> I feel like MasterCard would be a lot cooler. Oh, yeah, something MasterCard, like that. yeah. Although they'd probably do some legal things about that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Hey, you know what? Find out when you get there. Mm-hmm. Life's a journey. Life is a journey to the sex offender registry list, baby. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so also a couple other tiers in the Patreon there. $10 or more a month. You get access to my uh, my media server, the Media Dungeon, which is on Plex, uh, which is a streaming app, a lot like Netflix or um, Hulu, anything like that, and it's uh, just a, a private server full of about seventeen thousand films, which is more than almost every of the streaming services combined. Yeah, um, I watched Cobweb on there recently which one's that i don't think i've seen that uh it's a new like horror movie apparently red letter media really uh recommended it okay um it has um what's her face oh what's her goddamn i can't remember it but it has the guy who plays homelander in it okay um it also has uh the one woman 
Lizzie Kaplan. She's in okay. It. I like Lizzie. Yeah, yeah cool. like it's funny. Like they they play like um, like really controlling parents mm-hmm. over like this little boy who's hearing uh, somebody in the walls. And ooh, um, that's I, I love I love creatures in the walls things mm-hmm. or like the people under the stairs. Yeah, people also. under the stairs. Yeah. They, they do kind of it is does feel like they're kind of doing like almost a modern day people under the stairs type couple. Okay. Like okay. Uh, Homelander and Lizzie Kaplan. They're okay. Doing. Interesting. Yeah. yeah, there's some creepy moments, but mm-hmm. it's, it's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, I like it. Cool. Yeah, the cobwebs up on there. So nice, nice. Shot. And I just got all of. Uh... According to Jim, starring <laughs> James Belushi, baby. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I like how he's just like just fully dedicated his life now to just growing weed. Mm-hmm. Like I feel that's like the most noble thing a celebrity can do. Well, he's he's like doing a brand of weed too mm. so he's like that's not that noble yeah he's yeah. being real capitalist about he's weed. being very capitalist yeah. but but at least he's like really pro weed he's not he's not committing rapes like yeah. danny masterson right who <laughs> just got 30 fucking years in prison yeah which rocks yeah i know it's like it's amazing that he actually faced consequences i know yeah. uh consequences for actions like and rape is like one of the most heinous crimes yeah. and like and it's typically not prosecuted. Mm-hmm. And especially since he was a repeat offender, it, yeah. th- it wasn't, like, obviously just, like, a misunderstanding or anything. And yeah, he's a serial rapist. Yeah, he's a serial rapist. He deserves real penalties. And although I'm, like, a prison abolitionist, we do need very, you know, small centralized places for the worst fucking people. And the worst fucking people are people who abuse power have, and people who are violent towards others. And, and, and that is both of those things and he has the money to also skirt responsibility and the connections through scientology which is how he avoided consequences for so for so long yeah because a lot of these women were in scientology and they basically signed away their rights when they joined scientology and you know uh, who wrote him letters of support to the judge who's that ashton kutcher and mila kunis saying that he's a responsible young man and he shouldn't uh and putting him in jail would be a, be a, be bad <laughs> yikes yeah so yeah fuck them <laughs> yeah yeah that's a that's a motherfucking bummer dog yeah <laughs> yeah i mean you know fuck the rich in general like yeah. and and ashton kutcher is absurdly rich he's made a lot of really good investments and stuff yeah so he, he has a lot of money and he's a also case- supported a um a thing about like uh, missing and abused children yeah. Like and then this is like, and then bro, your best friends going around, yeah, abusing women. <laughs> yeah, it just goes to show, yeah, fuck the rich. Fuck Yeah, um, yeah, that '70s show. Your thoughts? Uh, I was never that big of a fan. Yeah, like, me neither. I, I mean, I, I love uh, Kurtwood Smith. Yeah, Kurtwood Smith is amazing. And and uh, the the wife too, the mom also yeah. pretty good in the show. Yeah, I didn't ever really like any of the kids so much. Yeah, I think Topher Grace is the I think probably like the, the standout. One, the standout, especially like you know he I, and also the one that's basically escaped any sort of like post post 70s show like controversy because you know you have like the scientologists mm-hmm. the, you know the creeps <laughs> like yeah. Wilmer Valderrama and, and, uh, and, and who, uh, who apparently has an eight inch penis really Good from, for him. from what i've read online oh yeah <laughs> got a big old dick Oh, good for him. Wilder Valderrama hanging some dong. <laughs> Wilder Valderrama hanging some dong. Oh, you know that should be his theme song. 
yeah, you know what? I'll, I'll go propose it to him and propose to him at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> we gonna have sex. Oh yeah. We gonna have sex. Me and Wilder Valderrama gonna mm-hmm. suck his eight inch dick. <laughs> I hope so. I'm, I'm, a, I'm, 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 I'm manifesting that for you. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm sending good vibes. <laughs> nah, I don't really want to. I don't. Yeah. I'm not usually into cis guys. I don't yeah. know. There's All right, the vibes retracted. Yeah. Like there's some twinks that I'm just like, yeah, that one. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's kind of rare. Mm. So this guy is not not who I usually end up uh, dating and hooking up with. Oh. Yeah, is uh, that good to know for for you? No, no, for me. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. If you ever want to hook me up with a twink or something, yeah, 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 yeah. give me a good twink so recommendation. Yeah, if you got any cool twinks working at the uh, the the sweating and heat shop that you work at, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't think you did. I don't. I feel like that's not generally the type of person who works there. No. And like lifts metal and like constructs dumpsters all day. Yeah, we're 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 all just like very hairy, scary looking guys that are just like. Uh, just like one bad day from just walking right into the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like you adequately, de- like you fully described yourself, but also an entire class of people. Yeah. That was very eloquent. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. Uh, yeah. Uh, so let's get into the episode here now yeah. that we've burnt 17 minutes of everybody's time. Uh, Sorry, y'all. No, 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 let's not worry about it. Um, <laughs> I'm just avoiding this episode because it sucked. Mm-hmm. So today uh, we watched Spock's brain. Yeah. Um, yeah. I love I love the the uh, the title. It's so creative. Yeah, this is this is like an infamous episode yeah. um, in the Star Trek universe, and is seen largely as like one of the worst episodes of the series in, yeah. not in Star Trek overall. Yeah, and actually, like it reminded me. Like I was like, oh yeah, rewatching. It. I was just like, oh yeah, this is this is basically um, beyond where suffering cannot take us. Almost in kind a sense. of yeah, um, but where Stranger Worlds it. Mm-hmm. that concept much better yeah yeah absolutely yeah. much better executed yeah so uh let's jump right into it um so spock's brain was from the original series of course uh being that it had spock yeah it was episode six of season three and uh there was a lot of the original staff from the first two seasons kind of made an exodus uh mm-hmm. largely between seasons two and three mm-hmm. and even some like before that um but uh, in as much like they also got their their budget completely slashed between seasons, and there was pressure on them to make more uh, horror kind of based and uh, like comedy based episodes. Interesting. And so this is very kind of indicative of that era of yeah. Star Trek. Um, it was uh, released on the twentieth of September, nineteen sixty eight. Um, and then it was remastered in 2007. It's the 62nd of uh, 80 uh, episodes produced for TOS, but it was aired 56th. Mm. So it was one of the later, epi- you know, it was, uh, yeah, it was basically the first episode they filmed in the season, but it was released sixth in the season. Okay. Yeah. This one was written by Lee Cronin, uh, which is the pseudonym of Gene L. Kuhn, uh, who's the producer who replaced John D.L. Black after mm. he left. 
and it is directed by Mark Daniels, who is a Desilu director who directed the first 38 episodes of I Love Lucy. Oh, wow. Yeah, right? So, we open on the bridge. The USS Enterprise is following an ion-drive vessel. Suddenly, a woman from the ship transports onto the bridge in this green haze. And at first, I'm like, is that an Orion who just turned into a regular woman? Mm-hmm. But it was just a, I don't know, a woman. Yeah, that, not 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 to, not anything. Nothing really creative about her look as an alien. No, she had like a shiny dress. Yeah, she had a shiny dress, mm-hmm. and it was like, all right. Yeah, uh, they were obviously you know suffering from budget cuts here, so their aliens were just humans, basically. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just, yeah. So, um, oh, the woman arrives on the bridge, and Kirk introduces himself. A security team arrives, and the woman makes the entire ship's crew suddenly pass out with a device. She walks among the crew before stopping at Spock. Also, I don't know if you noticed mm-hmm. how, like, uh, when Kirk passed out, he was just like booty out. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. He was. Like, he was. He was bottom out, man. Yeah. yeah. He, he was. He, he made sure to collapse with his ass, just like, just like clenching, like he's just showing off those cheeks. Yeah. Right. Which is bold move. Bold, bold move. move. Bold move. Yeah. You know. It's very. Very. It's. It's Shatner, though. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I mean, he's like, you know, he's, he's caked good, up. He's in good shape at this caked point. Caked up. Yeah, he's, he wanted to show off that cake. Yeah, he did. Yeah. He was like, you want a slice? <laughs> you want a slice of this? Oops, I'm already cut it down the middle. <laughs> <laughs> cool. <laughs> um, so, uh, the woman stops at Spock and she presses her hand against his head. And it does the most ridiculous zoom I've seen since like kung fu films. Yeah, it's it's very bad and like off centered and suddenly moves, and it goes da da da. Opening <laughs> credits, three oh five. Yeah. When the crew awakens, they find that Spock is missing from the bridge. Doctor McCoy urgently calls Captain Kirk down to sick bay, where he finds Spock on a bio bed. McCoy. Sug- struggles to explain that somehow Spock's brain has been surgically removed, leaving the body alive, but on full life support. Mm. Uh, Kirk proposes to find Spock's brain because he thinks Spock is dying, but McCoy warns that the unique properties of Vulcan physiology give them only 24 hours to reintegrate it into the science officer's body. So we got 24 hours or Spock is motherfucking dead, Mm. which is interesting that his body can just keep on going. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like Terry Schiavo, just like have him on, just have like a machine running his um, mm-hmm. his his vital organs, and so like they make sure that they're still operating. And as long as those are operating, he doesn't need a brain, right? Right. And, you know, there's like babies that are born without brains that can like live for like like a day, and then they end up dying, right? Or like yeah. a chicken with its head cut off. There <laughs> yeah. was that famous one that lived for like months. Yeah, yeah. And, like I fed it with like a, a dropper into his yeah. neck. <laughs> yeah. That that sounds so terrifying, man. Yeah, I would, I would, I, I don't think I could look at it. It would give me nightmares. Yeah, imagine being that chicken. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, would that be like just like constant pain or just like constant bliss until you die? Yeah, that's why I kind of wondered because like the brain separated, so maybe it's not even suffering pain. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't even, it's not even aware. Yeah, just like part of the spinal column was still intact, and like yeah. enough of that was like part of brain or something for it to just keep going. Ugh. Yeah. 
I know there was like uh, during like the French Revolution, like um, there was a person who was like uh, wondering how long a human body is mm-hmm. conscious um, after the head gets gets cut off, and like it eventually became his time to get his head cut off. So he worked out a system of blinks, like to communicate with his. Yeah, yeah, with, yeah. I've heard yeah. I've heard about this, yeah. And, and yeah, it didn't work. I, I remember. Yeah, I think he just I think the guy couldn't see his body or something oh, <laughs> or his bummer. head. Yeah, so. Well, no, but yeah, he's, he's just like, all right, well, I'm going to communicate with you with blinks and show you how long I live after my head's cut off. So That's wild. Yeah, it's good, it's good to show his dedication to the to to science. The science. Yeah. yeah, right? And it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, I'm going to die, but like, even after I die, I'm going to contribute <coughs> to the research. Yeah. Which is pretty fucking sick, man. Yeah, it's pretty that's, awesome. That's, 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 that's a Spock move right there. <laughs> that is that's a Spock something move. Spock would do. Yeah. Uh, Jim, they're going <laughs> to kill me, but... I have an experiment for you. <laughs> yeah. um, so the Enterprise uses most of the 24 hours up following an ion trail to the Sigma Draconis system. Chekhov places a schematic of the planet on the view screen pointing out that there are three Class M planets. And Kirk is kind of like being a bully boss here. Yeah. He's like kind of being a dick to everybody mm-hmm. and just being too curt about everything just because he's mad that his girlfriend had her brain taken out. Yeah, he's being he's, be, he's being very pissy. Yes. Uh, very pissy. Very, yeah. uh, where's my girlfriend about it? <laughs> Um, so with only eight hours remaining to save Spock, Kirk has time to visit only one of the three planets before Spock's body expires. So he holds an informal staff meeting on the bridge with Chekhov, Sulu, and Uhura to arrive at a decision. None of them seem capable of supporting interstellar flight, but Uhura finds a large rectangular energy pulsations on an otherwise glaciated and pre-industrial Sigma Draconis six. The unlikely world thus becomes Kirk's destination. Chekhov asks a hunch, and he goes, yeah, a hunch. If he's wrong, though, Spock gonna die. Girlfriend Mm. gonna die. Girlfriend gonna die. Don't kill your girlfriend. No. Don't kill your girlfriend. Nobody listening to this podcast should kill their girlfriend. Yeah. Soy Trek is an anti-kill-your-girlfriend podcast. You know what? That's what we should put instead of Marxist is anti-kill-your-girlfriend, pro-fuck-your-dad podcast. Fuck, <laughs> fuck, fuck her dad. <laughs> fuck her dad. Kill your girlfriend. Fuck her dad. No, no, no I think you got it backwards. <laughs> no, don't, don't don't kill your girlfriend, but do fuck her dad. Okay, I mean you're getting there. <laughs> <laughs> I I think you're not there yet. I'm not there yet. Yeah, yeah. 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 I'm, I'm on another level, dog. <laughs> I'm on another level. You are. I've got the high ground, Anakin. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, a away team consisting of Kirk, Chekhov, Scotty, and two security officers beam down to the frigid surface of the planet. They de- uh, detect five large primitive male humanoids. Kirk's landing party prepares as the natives approach. The natives throw rocks and clubs at them that are obviously like made out of styrofoam, and Kirk's... Uh, Kirk phasers one of them who falls stunned. Yeah. And it's it's a real bad special effect of like the whole screen turning green. Yeah, that of. was awful. Yeah, it looked really bad. Yeah. And I do like how they're supposed to be like so much larger than normal humans. Yeah, but they it was just like a guy who was like five ten. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, I know. I was just like, okay, these guys are just like six foot and over. Yeah. Like that they're just maybe. That, yeah, maybe. And just like I felt like if they had like because I felt like wasn't a- like, actors are are all we folk though. Yeah, That's they are. the thing people don't realize is like 
I don't know, like some people are listed as things that I, I know they're not. Like, yeah. obviously, like the, the tallest person on Strange New Worlds is got to be Ethan Peck, right? Yeah. And he's listed at 6'1". Mm. But there's a lot of things listing um, uh, fucking um, Anson Mount is 6'1 as well. And I'm like, no, there's no way he's no. as tall as Ethan Peck. Like, I've seen them together too many times. There's no fucking way. That's interesting. Oh, they're yeah. counting hair. Yeah, okay. If they count hair, then <laughs> then you could make a case because yeah. there's a good, like, two and a half inches on there. Like, yeah. he's got as much hair as I have forehead. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, yeah, he's he's lucky there. Yeah. Goddamn Italians. <laughs> I was thinking, like, because it wasn't, like, Wilt Chamberlain doing acting roles at this point, or am I wrong? That was not till the 70s. I'm not sure. I feel like he probably would have been, like, a really good tall human that they could have used for the to, to, to really show off, like, oh, yeah, these guys, these are... Or like, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that would be cool. Wilt Chamberlain was too busy plowing his way through like <laughs> five thousand women. Yeah, I could be wrong. I don't know basketball history yeah. that well. Oh, I know that Wilt Chamberlain famously fucked like five thousand oh, yeah. women. Yeah, he he's, did. He's like he's like Genghis Khan. He's, yeah, he's he, he probably has populated like a majority of the current U.S. population right now. Yeah, <laughs> like I, I'd be willing to bet like. Probably a third of the NBA actually descended from him at this moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Their entire roster. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh, the one caveman guy falls down stunned. The others retreat. The stunned morgue is confused because Kirk and Scott do not seem like, uh, quote unquote, the others, mm-hmm. whom he describes as being the givers of both pain and delight. In pleasure. Yeah. Um, which is, you know, we know what that is. Yeah, and we really don't get to the, see that pleasure, really. Yeah, I wish we got to see them be dominatrixes like we know they are, because that's what pain and delight is all about. Yeah, I, I was guessing, like, oh, yeah, it's probably because they can only imply to the pleasure that they, that they get. Like, mm-hmm. they, because it doesn't actually show anything pleasurable happen to them. They're just, like, cavemen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Kirk then asks Morg uh, where their women are. Uh, mm-hmm. Because they've only seen men, and he's very confused, and he's like... I'm gay. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I don't know where the women are, and I don't care. Yeah, I don't care. Like... Wow, but, you know, we do see someone, I'm like, mother. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so... Uh, Kirk is puzzled because the morgue doesn't understand what female or woman means, or to have a mate, even. Mm-hmm. Um and uh, he only has a concept of the others who bring pain mm. and delight. delight. So Chekhov finds evidence of an underground city with his tricorder. Uh, Scotty finds food and weapons stored in a cave, but Kirk discovers uh, that are obviously like beyond the, the morgue's capabilities. But uh, Kirk discovers a sensor and surmises that the cave is a trap uh, that uh, the aliens use to capture the male natives. McCoy beams down with Spock, uh, who he is fitted with a remote control device to substitute for his brain. And there's like this big zoom in on Spock, and it's like, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, it's, it's going for a thing, and it's cheesy. I wonder if this is where Jeffrey Dahmer got the idea for his. Oh, yeah, because he wanted to do that. He wanted to like reach into someone's brain and control them. Yeah, he wanted uh, he wanted just like a like a living love slave, you mm-hmm. have, like a brainless love slave. Yeah, yeah. So living yeah. love slave. <laughs> so I think we can blame Spock's brain for Jeffrey Dahmer. 
You're probably not wrong, actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd entertain this theory. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, um, McCoy and Spock go with Kirk, and they allow themselves to be captured. Chekhov and the Enterprise security officers remain above ground, and Chekhov uses his phaser to heat a rock to help them stay warm in one of the most filler scenes I've ever seen. I know. It was it completely unnecessary, and they don't do anything. They're no. Just like, no, it, it's <laughs> not like a Chekhov's gun where it comes into any use later. He's just like, well, as long as we're here, we might as well stay warm. I don't even think they pick them up at the end. Uh... Yeah, I don't remember them doing that. I mean, <laughs> yeah. they, they could have just been back separately. Yeah, but, but yeah. we don't we don't see Chekhov like come back again. Yeah, I don't. Point. Yeah, like, and it's just like, yeah, he's just like. It's the worst B plot, um, uh, on top of an A plot that sucks. Yeah, because and I do like how fast he gives up. They're like, well, we're not getting into there. All mm-hmm. right, heat up rock now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <And> so, <laughs> yeah. So, in the underground city, um, Spock. Or I guess remote control Spock, yeah. Kirk and Bones, sex slave Spock, intercounter Luma, who's one of the others, a race of beautiful females, uh, the Imorg. So the the others are called the Imorg or Emorg, mm. uh, who live in comfort below the surface of the planet, but have the minds of children. Mm. <coughs> They're simple. Yeah. They're simple girls. Simple Jack. Yep. Uh, Captain Kirk finds that he is able to establish contact with Spock's brain by using his communicator. And it it speaks to him. (laughs) That's interesting. Yeah, it was pretty bad. (laughs) Um, Spock reports that he is well, but he does not know where he is. They find that uh, the woman they saw on board the Enterprise immediately before Spock's brain was removed, who renders them unconscious by pressing a button on a device located on her wrist that she used earlier to knock everybody out. Mm-hmm. They are then taken prisoner and given belts. Yeah, it looks a lot like those uh, force field belts that they were in the animated series and never were again. Yeah, yeah, which kind of sucks. Yeah. So I, I think about those force field belts like every day. <laughs> I want one of them, man, so yeah, bad. It's apparently, it's able to regulate oxygen, temperature, uh-huh. everything. Like, yeah. why not make that the make, have everyone wear those all the time? Yeah, right. Like people get like that way. If, when people get sucked out into space, mm-hmm. they can just hit the belt real quick, and they right. be fine. Right, a hundred percent. You're totally yeah. right. It's yeah. nuts. <laughs> so when the landing party comes to, uh, they find they have been outfitted with silver belts that have large round green devices uh, in the middle. Kirk demands to know what has happened to Spock's brain, but the Imorg do not understand what a brain or uh, what the Enterprise even is. Finally, they understand what a brain is uh, when they talk about the controller. Mm. They keep on saying the controller. Mm-hmm. And um, obviously, they're talking about Spock's motherfucking brain. Spock's brain. Spock's brain given brain. <laughs> He's hanging brain. Spock's brain in the membrane. <laughs> Spock's brain in the brain! <laughs> <laughs> Um, so it seems that these women have somehow connected Spock's brain into their computer and that his brain is responsible for running their entire society underground. Mm. Have you seen, uh, have you seen Silo at all the show? No, I haven't. I don't have Apple TV. Oh, uh, it's on the server. Oh, is it? Shit. I'm going to watch that when I get home then. Yeah. I I watched the first season. It's really good. I'd highly recommend. I think you'd like it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like this done well. Mm. Yeah. It's brains. 
Yeah, it's just the entire thing is about a brain controlling a silo. Not really. Yeah, isn't that also that that, that Voyager episode where they take the brains to power their thing? Oh yeah, yeah. Because yeah. the neural networks, like, yeah, can be powered by brains. It, it was Voyager, right? I think. Yeah, they, that sounds they, right. Like they get their they they get uh, that's right because they had to get uh, offered for ship repairs mm-hmm. or yeah, something. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it seems the women have connected Spock's brain to their computer and it's running their society. Uh, because they, as a race, have long forgotten how to take care of themselves. Mm. So this has been happening for, you know, their entire lives and probably generations back. It's like idiocracy. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, and, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, don't, I don't think we're, like, in any danger of this happening to our society or anything. So this isn't, like, oppression episode or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Like, there's always going to be experts to run things because knowledge is passed and learned pretty pretty well Mm -hmm. you know we do lose some things to history and we're like losing languages to history and stuff right now but like i don't know we have people drinking borax now i'm okay i mean this is thinning the herd this is (laughs) these people aren't going to be winning nobel prizes anyway pat no 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 Oh, They're not going to be making incredible that, Star Trek podcasts anyway, yeah, Pat. The thing that enhances my laundry and kills ants should be definitely be drinking. It, clean, <laughs> it cleans you out. It cleans you out. Yeah. It, it imp- improves your brain thi- brain power. <laughs> your brain thing? Your brain thing. <laughs> your brain things. Uh, it's got mushrooms. <laughs> um, so having and this also explains why they are kind of like childlike in yeah. the society and uh although it's like i don't i don't really like this at all because like fucking kirk and all the men are very dismissive of them because they have like this lost knowledge mm-hmm. and that they don't really understand and it comes off like pretty misogynistic yeah because the others are literally othered and they're like women and they're made another class all of whom are dumb comparatively to the the men who come down to the planet it would have made a lot more sense i think if they would have brought maybe a couple of women in the landing party yeah you know and they could have had more interaction with them and mm-hmm. and yeah you know, because just these you know two guys bones and kirk fucking being like you don't understand fucking anything <laughs> yeah. to these women i was just like this is like kind of misogynistic and they don't say it to, they don't really say that shit to the cavemen on the top they don't even though they're they're like what i don't get it you don't understand woman and they don't like belittle them or anything where i'd be like what are you dumb you don't understand what a woman is you yeah. don't understand a mate yeah like what, what, how do you think reproduction happens guy <laughs> how does reproduction happen i guess they are when they well because they they the the women come from below and steal the cavemen for for fucking pain and pleasure so mm. they do tests on them mm. and they fuck them okay and so that's how they keep reproducing mm. obviously i think mm. yeah that's that's my head canon all right yeah yeah then they're just like oh it's a man <laughs> put it put into a into a tube and shoot it to the surface <laughs> <laughs> give, yeah. give, give him his first yeah oh, that would be interesting like that how society would also just like would evolve because then with the babies up there from like a very young age does that mean like more men like the cavemen would ha- have some more nurturing roles where they would like yeah be, oh 100 yeah. yeah yeah they'd have to be maternal yeah. to balance that out yeah, yeah. And produce like, milk yeah <laughs> caveman milk y- you know a family can be 10 cave dads <laughs> family else. can be ca- 10 cave dads yeah yeah yeah, yeah. they're not and they're not the they're not the dads but they're the stepdads that st- stood up 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, having been left alone, McCoy, Scotty, and Kirk uh, incapacitate the guards guarding them. Kirk speaks to Spock's brain using a communicator. They inform him that his brain has been removed and it is being used as some part of a controller. Spock reports that he has a body that stretches into infinity, <clears throat> which is the sickest line in this entire thing. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, and Kirk's like, maybe you just don't know where your body is. <laughs> and uh, his medulla oblongata, Spock's medulla oblongata, seems to be breathing, pumping blood, and maintaining its own temperature. Cool. Um, Spock suggests that the intent uh, to restore his brain might be impractical. He would trust McCoy to remove a splinter or lance or boil, but the knowledge to replace a brain does not exist in that universe, so he mm. says. And uh, Bones is pretty broken up about this. He's like, if they can f take a brain out, they can put her back in, goddammit. <laughs> the sons of bitches. Plus, I like, I like the, like, the, the uh, how he's just basically insulting Bones, just mm -hmm. being like, yeah, I'd trust you to, to, uh, pull a splinter or lance a boil like that's, yeah that's, but that's, sur that's, surgery that's especially it. brain surgery are you fucking crazy get the fuck out of here old man it's like the very minor things that he mm -hmm. considers mccoy to be an expert in just like stuff yeah. that like most people do in their own time yeah thanks doctor i trust you with a band-aid but not a scalpel yeah. <laughs> maybe you got off the cocaine yeah right i mean yeah like I, I see your hands shaking yeah. again doctor shaky hands mccoy yeah <laughs> or, or jelly bones jelly bones mccoy <laughs> that's why they call him bones yeah, yeah like his bones are, he's just like his hands are just like liquid just like oh old butterfinger bones over there <laughs> oh, old butter bones mm. yeah <laughs> So, um, where are we here? Uh, oh, yeah. So Spock insults McCoy. Uh, he and uh, Bones and Spock instructs Spock to send out a signal so they may find where he's being kept, and Spock complies. Or, sorry, Kirk does. Um, as they make their way back to the chamber, Kirk asks about the belts on them. Spock accesses the information in the database and says one must, must press a red button on the bracelet uh, that the woman has in order to release the belts. They enter the chamber where Spock's brain is kept, but an eye morgue is in the chamber and activates the pain belt. Mm. Mm, which I've one right there. Oh, you have a pain belt? Yeah, definitely. Oh, I mean, it's a, it's a pain, pain, and um, what was the other word? Ple uh, delight. Delight. Yeah, there you go. It's a pain and delight belt. Mm. Mostly delight. Oh, that's good. I, I like I like delight more than pain. <laughs> it's better better to give that to people. It's I mean, a better. Yeah, that's kind of how my belt is. Like, it gives me pain because it's like so tight and, and like and chafe and like hurts me. Mm -hmm. Then it gives me delight that it keeps my pants up and it keeps me from exposing my butthole. And uh, getting on the. Baby. Baby. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Kirk uses the remote control device to use Spock's body to grab Kara's uh, red bracelet that she presses and press the red button, releasing the pain belts. With the crew free, uh, the crew. <laughs> it is funny. He just like uh, uses them like a remote control car. Yeah, <laughs> that, that, yeah. It's it is funny because they they and it doesn't make any sense either because they have like a little remote with like two rows of like five buttons. Yeah. Like, how are you going to do directional anything with that? That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, like, so that, that only controls his direction, but it also mm. controls his 
like how he manipulates, how he how he handles things. Right. So right. there's 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 obviously like a button for grab, mm-hmm. and I don't like this kind of reminds me of just like operating the welding robot at my job. Like mm-hmm. it is such a pain in the motherfucking ass. Yeah. Like like and uh, to replace like um uh if it if it gets out of like whack like yeah we have these control manual controls and mm-hmm. controlling that thing fucking sucks yeah <laughs> like it's very complicated just to like have it go in the right direction and, and but he, these controls he's able to like control the height mm-hmm. and the grip strength of of uh of his of spock's hands and everything mm-hmm. else which is very interesting but you know it like, is you're not supposed to overthink it yeah which one <laughs> do you think kirk or bones would make him masturbate first with that remote uh i think definitely kirk and do you think spock's body could come without a brain yeah, I mean, I, don't, I, th- I think all men come without a brain. Am I right, guys? Am I right? I'm right. I'm right. Yeah, I mean, like, I feel it's like completely sensation. Mm-hmm. You're about the uh, guy who killed a doctor because he, um, the doctor made him come during a prostate exam. Yeah, I heard about that. <laughs> yeah. I would, I would, I'd be pretty cool with that. <laughs> You're like, thank you. It's like, damn, even I can't hit my prostate usually. It's like way back in that in them walls. Where's your tip jar, doctor? <laughs> right. <laughs> you got a Venmo? Do I Venmo you? <laughs> yeah, just like. Uh, and then just uh, send him, send him the Venmo with just like a, a devil face emojis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then in the number to get back at me later. Like, <laughs> But yeah, it's like something that can be done. It's just like a physical sensation, not like your brain's completely unnecessary. Mm-hmm. So, uh, with the crew freed, Kara pleads that Spock's brain must remain connected to their computer or their civilization and all of their women. All of the I keep on forgetting their name because it's dumb. Yeah. Uh, and and whatever. Whatever. Uh, the the women. The others. The ladies. Uh, yeah, they're, they're going to die. And Spock's brain must remain connected. Uh, Kirk tells Spock that he is in a black box connected by light rays to a control panel somewhere. He wonders if the sensations he's feeling means that Spock is recirculating air, running heating plants, and purifying water. Kirk asks Kara how she was able to remove Spock's brain by placing on her head a device known as... The teacher. The teacher. The teacher. Yeah. The uh, cruel teacher. They place it over her head, and she suddenly speaks um, immediately. Uh, she admits that she does have the knowledge, but she also knows to use a phaser, which she points at Kirk, and it is set to kill. She gonna kill that boy. She gonna kill him? She gonna shoot that boy. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh... So Kara and Kirk debate over the proper disposition of Spock's brain and what to do with it. Scotty pretends to faint and distracts Kara. And um, uh, they fucking have a struggle with her and get the phaser. Mm-hmm. They do violence against women. <laughs> <laughs> she says that. You wanted equality? We're here it is. Yeah. It's only in the form of violence. <laughs> women's rights equals w- women's lefts. <laughs> yeah. um, so. God, that was that was the thing they used to say on Reddit and shit. Mm. So I'm glad that shit's gone. Yeah. yeah, not necessarily. There was well, the, yeah, there I was mean, a, there was a video on Twitter the other day where it's mm-hmm. like a guy beating the crap out of a woman in a fight. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, well, this is not, that's not cool. You wanted equal rights, and then then you get equal lifts. <laughs> equal <laughs> lifts. Maybe yeah. yeah. 
Um, so Kara says that the teacher will provide knowledge for three hours, which McCoy says would be just long enough to affect the transplant. So if he puts the teacher on, he'll be able to do the fucking brain surgery, but mm-hmm. he only has those three hours. So it's a clock ticking down. It's a, mm-hmm. it's a bomb thing. Which I don't I don't know why he couldn't like go back and forth, put it on and off in the middle of the surgery or something. Yeah, that, they do that, have you know transport technology that could put him back and forth immediately. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, they didn't think about that. Yeah, sometimes you know, sometimes you kind of forget like things that you, you do it all the time. It's mm-hmm. like you forget. It's like oh yeah, duh. Yeah. So uh, although she says she could do this if she uses the teacher, she refuses to perform the operation. McCoy points out that he has medical knowledge and should be able to use what he already knows and retain the knowledge. McCoy places the teacher on his head and receives all of the knowledge to replace the brain. Uh, When he recovers, he says, Of course. A child could do it. A child could do it, Jim. Uh, there, there's some real capital A acting in this episode. Yeah. Kirk puts on a performance, and Bones puts on a fucking mm-hmm. performance. Scotty's charming as usual, but fucking. And Spock just gets to sit there motionless. He's, right. He's probably like, you know what? This is going to be uh, be an easy day for me, guys. Right, right. <laughs> he just shows up and uh, he's like, just making fun of everyone when they, when they flub their lines. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, I don't, good a thing I don't have to say shit. <laughs> I just have to pretend like your fucking control works there. <laughs> Turns out it's a remote control butt plug, and you're like, ooh, ooh. Yeah. That, that's what it probably is. It's a yeah. remote control butt plug, and like Spock's brain actually never got taken. Like, it's just this weird pet play thing that Bones and Spock <laughs> do, where he like pretends like he's controlling him with a remote control butt plug, and he's like, well, you gotta you gotta grab him now, there, Spock boy. He's like, I got a good way we can win some money. <laughs> they start playing people in four dimensional chess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> playing in a park in Toronto. Yeah, Kirk is also there for some reason. <laughs> yeah, Kirk is also there. A different Kirk, though. A younger Kirk. A younger, different-looking Kirk who also has a butt plug in his ass. Yeah. <laughs> For different reasons entirely. Yeah. yeah not he, chess reasons. Not chess reasons. Never chess reasons. Uh, a child could do it. <laughs> a child could do it. A child. I want to watch a child do it. No! <laughs> 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 Um, So McCoy begins quickly restoring Spock's brain up in the med bay, using the same knowledge originally used to remove it. However, after a time, McCoy begins losing the knowledge he has gained. Mm -hmm. He exclaims in despair, I am trying to thread a needle with a sledgehammer. (laughs) Which, like, it's weird that, honestly, he'd know about either of those things in this future. Yeah. Right? Like, they replicate all their clothes... Sledgehammer? Why would they ever need a sledgehammer in the future? Unclear. Yeah. Hmm. Um, so, drawing on his own medical skills, with only a few minutes left, he connects Spock's speech center, allowing Spock to speak. Spock then assists McCoy in completing the reconnection of his brain. I'll never live this down, <laughs> McCoy says. This Vulcan is telling me how to operate on him. Yeah, it's funny that Spock knows how to do it, but... He's, um, uh, Bones is completely in the dark. Well, I think maybe because 
Spock was connected to the same system as the mm. teacher longer. He had more knowledge, and probably as a Vulcan can retain knowledge better than yeah. fucking old Bonesy McCoy. Yeah. I mean, it is interesting that yeah, he's able to feel his medulla ob- oblongata working. Mm-hmm. Like, something that we are completely unaware of. Right, cases. right. But it's like the... Sp- you know, the I can't thing. even feel my brain working, man. No, I'm I not sure it is. I don't even think there's anything up there. No. <laughs> no, you're just like the chicken running around with his head cut off. Like, yeah. you just feed yourself with a dropper every day <laughs> and just continue to exist. Yeah, I just got, like, old Halloween decorations up there. And <laughs> just, like, there's... There's a bunch of licorice for some reason. It's a spirit Halloween. Yeah, it's a spirit <laughs> Halloween. <laughs> and not even one of the good spirit Halloweens. No, one. no. One of the ones that's put in like an old restaurant or something. Yeah. Like and, the shitty little ones. That, and they're selling pit bulls out of the back. Or <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like basically they only have the Joker and Harley Quinn costumes yeah. and like different layouts. If you ain't here for Harley or Joker, get the hell out of here. What are you doing? You're messing up my pit bull business. <laughs> <laughs> can I have a pit bull for Halloween? No. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. Could I have one Joker pit bull? <laughs> well, you came to the right place, buddy. Ha 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 ha! Yeah, just like a. Ew, that'd be creepy. It'd be, it would look like the the um, the dog from the Body Snatchers invasion of the Body Snatchers that has the, mm. has the the hobo's face. I don't. I don't. I haven't seen that. Oh yeah, they. It's they, pretty cool. Yeah, they. Uh, there's a messed up body snatcher where instead of like, there's an old man who's like playing a harmonica, mm-hmm. an old homeless man who's playing a harmonica, and he has a pet dog, mm-hmm. and they try to um, make a copy of his body, but instead it comes off as a, as his face on a dog that makes harmonica noises when it barks. That's pretty amazing. <laughs> it's, it's 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 absolutely horrifying. Yeah, that sounds pretty great. Yeah. Wait, which which invasion of the body snatcher? Uh, the one with um. Uh, like the Donald Sutherland. 60s one or whatever? Yeah, the Donald Sutherland yeah. one. Okay. Yeah, yeah surprisingly I haven't seen that. Yeah, it's good. I've, I've been getting more into old films lately. Yeah. You know? There's, yeah. Some, there's some good stuff out there. Give it an old watcheroo. An old film watcheroo. God, that movie's got to be like 60 years old at least. Yeah. Or 50 years old. And is it on your... Plex? Plex? It server. might be. I don't think it is, but uh, it might be. I it, don't have a lot of old films. I just got actually like a bunch of films from the 50s and 60s that mm. I still need to put up. Like 150 of them. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Yeah. There's some. There's some good old stuff out there. Hell yeah. 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 Some old John Ford. Mm. Like like his oh, stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Some some good old directors. If 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 it's done at an angle, it's interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you see, uh, Fablemans. Yeah. I uh, one of the few movies, uh, probably the only Oscar movie I ever turned off. Yeah. It's kind I, of. I hated it. So you, d- you didn't see the end with John Ford. Uh, no, I, I know about it though. Yeah, I, I've I've heard a review or something. Yeah, it's yeah. It was it felt kind of necessary and yeah, just showing um, Steven Spielberg getting horny for his mom. So yeah, that yeah. That's I've I've heard he really. I I mean that's what I remember from watching like the first half of the film is I'm like man, he kind of I think he I think he I think he wants to fuck his mom. Yeah. I think he really wants to plow town on his mom. <laughs> I think he's got a weird Oedipal thing where he hates his dad, it, and wants to kill him, wants sh- to fuck his mom. That should have been his last name in the film. It should have been like the Ab- the Oedipals. <laughs> the Oedip- Oedipals. <laughs> the Oedip- it's the Oedipals. <laughs> oh, yeah, that, that name. That, it's not convincing. Is a Jewish name though, so I don't no, think it works. The Oedipalmans. The Oedipalmans. Oedipalstein. Oedipalsteins. Oedipalsteins. Yeah. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That sh- that should have been the name. Mm-hmm. 
Or the Edipelbergs. Edipelberg. Oh, that's that's perfect. That's <laughs> yeah. way better. Edipelberg. Edipelbergs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, I'm Sammy Edipelberg. So Spock's brain is fully restored. Hell yeah, we love to see it, right? Yeah. Upon his restoration, Spock makes a speech that explains the history of this retrograde civilization and the split of the sexes. Mm. McCoy then laments, "I should have never reconnected his mouth." <laughs> I do I do like at this part when mm-hmm. he's just like talking and then, like, Kirk's in the background trying to turn him off. Yeah. He's just yeah. like, ah! Yeah, yeah. He's like, my main, like, trying to turn him off. Yeah, he's kind of, like, Spock here is kind of like the doctor in Voyager. Yeah. You know, when he tries to make a speech and no one cares. He's talking about his special interest. He is. The, the, the newly learned history of these people. And Which I'd be fascinated in. Yeah. Like, I, I can, you know, connect all the dots, but it's like, you just had a fucking crazy adventure uh, like where you fucking met a new civilization and you're like I don't want to hear about yeah. it shut up we don't need to know just type it in the computer I'll look at it later well, send it an email and what was the solution that they had for them because they lost the brain so it's just like mm-hmm. how their society function after that yeah, that's a good question. I don't I don't <laughs> think I remember if they really had a thing. I mean, yeah. I think they, they, they were probably going to bring the men back down, use mm-hmm. the teacher to relearn their society. Oh, uh, okay. Because they still have the teacher, you know. Yeah, I mean, the, the, teacher. The, the teacher provides temporary information. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, they could have just put a caveman's brain if they just wanted to run, like, the... The basic systems. The basic and stuff. systems, yeah. I don't. I don't know. I don't think a modern man could run a refrigerator with his fucking brain. <laughs> yeah, so. Probably not. No. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that was the fucking episode. What do you think? Meh. Yeah, this one was pretty bad, man. Yeah, I mean, I don't like a lot of TOS episodes, so like, yeah, I'm like, like they do definitely like total line just cheesy and yeah kirk's especially the season three episodes like this one and mirror mirror really stand out to me as episodes that are just like real Mm -hmm. dog shit star trek yeah it's just and and kirk's nowhere near one of my favorite captains no and and in this episode especially he is like he's the parody of him in this episode he's like uh bones what (laughs) is happening here (laughs) what is going on The, the women control the planet like, yeah, and they definitely make a lot of weird f- comments. It's like, you know, I can definitely see the delights. <laughs> right, right, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, there's some creepy stuff here and there. Yeah, it's like, I am not saying that there ain't any delights here, Captain. It's like, these women, they all behave like children, but they're all fully grown. I kind of like that. Why am I sexualizing them so much? <laughs> uh, because you're a, you're a pedophile, Jim. <laughs> you're a fucking weirdo. Yeah, it's... Yeah, it's not a good episode. It's, it's also like, yeah, there's... Because that's also, what's the message here? Like, um, there's no, like... There's, women uh, women hold up half the sky. Oh, yeah. Women be shopping. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, women be shopping for new Let's brains. Talk. What's with women drivers? What's with women drivers? Women be shopping for new brains. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, there's... I, I, it's hard to, you know, kind of actually see some sort of deeper meaning or what this is even commenting on. Like, right, it's it's more of just like a, a horror episode kind of. Yeah, because it's even, not very horrifying and doesn't even really say anything on gender really. Like no. it's just like okay, the men and women are separated, but for very arbitrary reasons. Right, like it's and um, and they're both kind of at the same level. So yeah, there's there's nothing to be, nothing to be commented on about that. It's just 
or brains, really. I did think, like, I wonder if, like, this was inspired by... Because, like, especially the last part where Spock is having his own brain operate on, I'm wondering mm. if someone, like, was reading about, like, brain surgery and how, like, people can be awake for brain surgery. Right, probably, right. like, probably wrote that probably was inspired to write this for a lot of brain surgeries they want the patient to be awake because yeah. then they understand if they're like affecting the brain at all yeah and there's that scene where yeah like um they're doing art right finger mm -hmm. wrist elbow arm and so showing like how in real time like you, you can like uh like the like the person being operated on and the mm -hmm. operator can like work in conjunction with each other so i wonder if that's where a lot of the inspiration for this episode came from if i'm not mistaken there was someone who they did brain surgery on who wanted to like play violin or something mm. while they were getting it done so they could make sure that their like brain wasn't affected in a way that like affected their life because they were a professional violinist or some shit that makes sense it was pretty fucking sick yeah they didn't want to like do a scratch and suddenly like i don't know violin anymore <laughs> it'd, it'd be so funny if like a dj did that he's like <laughs> bring me my decks <laughs> bring me my decks <laughs> <laughs> and then like yeah, <laughs> the doctor's purposely making sure they don't know how to DJ anymore. <laughs> like, like, You're my least favorite DJ. You're a rival DJ. Like, yeah, yeah. It's like, let's see. Oh, yeah. Oh, oops, oops. And just like takes a melon baller and scoops out the entire <laughs> entire part of the brain. The music knows. section of the brain. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know what these are. Yeah. Yeah. I can no longer make music. <laughs> I guess I'll be a trance artist. No. <laughs> 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 What a horrible world we live in. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm, I'm going to be honest. I like the porn parody of this a lot better. <laughs> uh, Sex Trek 2, The Search for Sperm. Yeah. I, I feel like that actually had more commentary on on gender. And also, like, capitalism and stuff, yeah. too. Like, yeah. it, it, it actually, like, had a vision that was, like, unique. And even though it was based on this, I feel like they kind of did it better. And, and I don't know. Like... There's, there's something to be said for parody and satire, and uh, especially when it's of really bad bullshit like this. Yeah. And, uh, like, watching this, like, pretty much directly after I watched the porn parody a couple weeks ago, it's, I don't know, it's like, it, it's it's fun to see the duality, but also the places in which Sex Trek succeeded in which this did not. Yeah, because also, like, in the, in the porn parody, it gives a reason, like, they don't have, like, men. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just, like, a colony of women, and, like, they only need... Yeah, there's one. seven million women on the planet and no men. Yeah, and, and so, and so, so and this, it gives no real concrete reason why they're even separated in the first place, and mm -hmm. what they benefit from there. Like, like they could have, like, if, the, if, if, like, if it, they weren't segregated at all, it would probably made more sense. Right. <laughs> I mean, they could have, yeah, it, it, having the men and women separate didn't make any sense, uh, yeah, it really didn't, especially since both cultures were, like, still ignorant of mm -hmm. a lot of things. Yeah, like, the, the women knew a little bit more, but, mm -hmm. like, they were still, I think, kind of part of the same species, even though they othered themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, and, yeah, they, and the, uh, their intelligence was no greater than, like, the cavemen. Unless they use the teacher first. Unless they use the teacher. Yeah. So, yeah. Was, I'm hot for teacher. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's just like it was kind of. I was like wondering when that was gonna come into play, and yeah, nothing really, nothing to be said about it. So yeah, it'd be great if the teacher was uh, myfirstsexteacher.com. <laughs> oh, is that a website? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Look it up. Look it up. <laughs>
subscribe <laughs> follow like use code soy trick at purchase <laughs> <laughs> um yeah that that won't actually work no but just keep using code soy trick for everything it might work eventually no <laughs> <laughs> you never know i mean nah <laughs> <laughs> yeah um law of averages yeah, actually, uh, go to soytrek.com and use coupon code, uh, code soytrek to uh, have uh, pay 100% on your order. <laughs> yeah. That's pay, what, pay full price at, at <laughs> order. Yeah, yeah right. And the, and the way you put the code in is say it at the screen as you're purchasing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> 0.003 digits <laughs> off. Yeah. Oh. Just go soytrek and then hit, hit buy. Right, right. We'll know. We'll I know. mean, you know what? No matter what, like, I have never sent out, I don't think, a single Soy Trek order without extras. Mm. So no matter what, you always get more than what you're paying for. Exactly. When you buy at SoyTrek.com. So that's why, yeah, you, and it's because people say Soy Trek at purchase. They say it out loud. Yeah. And you, I, hear, I, and you I hear it. I feel it. Feel I'm it. like Spock's brain. I'm like kind of omniscient within this one underground lair that I'm running. Yeah. That sucks, man. <laughs> this, this episode is dumb. It's it, it doesn't explain enough exactly how this happened and why it happened and stuff like that. Yeah, I don't know. And it, it also makes sense why they can't. They needed. I guess they needed like a like a smart brain. They needed. That's why they needed Spock's brain. Right, and it was like it was. It's weird that they knew that he was like smart and like also. But also, he, they, he gained knowledge while being the the brain for them. So it's right. just like, so wouldn't just any brain also gain that knowledge when connected? Very good question. And so even there, if they it, used a caveman brain, the caveman brain would be smart enough to run things. You'd think. Or maybe they wanted a brain that could also teach the system something and teach mm. the teacher more things. I don't know, man. Who teaches the teacher? Uh, yeah. Mm. My first sex teacher. <laughs> Myfirstsextteacher.com. <laughs> Use code SOYTREK at purchase. For 0% off. For 0% off. <laughs> to, to create an error message that says that code does not exist. That's the real prize. That's the real prize. You get that, yeah, yeah. get that error message. Code does not exist. Yeah. It's like, ooh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that's better than saving money. <laughs> Knowing I was wrong, <laughs> it, it'll be humble. It's a humbling experience. Yeah, you know? yeah. We yeah. all need to be humble. Well, we need we need to have that sort of like thing that kind of grounds us. Yeah, like like for in this episode, it was Bones not knowing how to replace a brain. That dumb piece of shit. That fucking idiot <laughs> and, motherfucker. And he was pretty. Who doesn't know how to do that? He was pretty open about his that that gap in his knowledge. Yeah, yeah. He was like, he you was know like, what? God damn it, Jim! I know, I, I know how to put on fucking band aids. <laughs> yeah. I'm a doctor, not a real doctor. But I can imagine if he was prideful, like mm. about that, it would just like he would just killed Spock. Like, <laughs> of course, I know how to do it, Jim. Uh. It's like opening a can of soup, you dumb shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Oh God! What am I doing? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> They're just like falling out like piles of ramen uh, yes. <laughs> all over the floor. Oh, no, 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 no. It's okay. It's okay. That, that, that part's not necessary. No. There's, there's wet slaps hitting the, hitting the floor. They're just pieces of brain, loose brain. He's like, oh, that's normal. That's normal. <laughs> well, like he's cutting the fat from a piece of brisket. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that one of the, the do a random stray dog that's on the ship comes up and starts eating. <laughs> eating God, God damn it, get away, Fido, you son of a bitch. Damn it, Scruffles, you're <laughs> supposed to stay in your damn kennel. 
You too, Sulu. <laughs> you too, Sulu. Get back in there with him, you dog. You dirty fucking <laughs> fuck dog. You fuck pig. <laughs> he turns up just using, like, actually uses, like, a jello mold. What's that in Spock's brain? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I imagine Vulcans kind of have brains for jello. Yeah, I can that's see why that. they only have sex once every seven years. Uh, yeah, that's another thing where they messed up. I would have liked to see the brain. Yeah, yeah. We did definitely. not see the brain. No, we didn't. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I bet I, I bet I bet a Vulcan brain is all veiny like a Snickers bar, a big yeah. hard dick. I was wondering if it would be green. That's a good point. I didn't think about that because it's yeah. all up in some green blood and shit. Yeah. yeah. And also, like, yeah, how do they power this brain and keep it, like, supplied with blood? Mm, yeah. Also, especially Vulcan blood? Yeah, I feel like it's complete, like, yeah, using an alien brain that, mm -hmm. that their society is not familiar with, like, yeah. it, there have been all sorts of complications. Well, yeah, because he needs half human, half Vulcan blood to, to keep that brain supplied mm. with blood, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Come on. They didn't think things through for this episode. Unless they drained his blood when they took the brain. I guess oh, that yeah. could work. Yeah, maybe. But he had full blood. He was fine. Otherwise, he's kind of missing the brain. Yeah. Unless... Yeah. My God, Bones, what have they done with him? <laughs> they took all of his brain and all of his cum. All, all of his fucking cum. <laughs> all the cum. They, they drain his balls, Jim. <laughs> we need to get that cum back. Yeah. I want that spark pudding. I want the spark pudding back where it belongs. <laughs> In my In mouth. <laughs> <laughs> where? In my mouth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that episode was a solid two out of ten. Yeah, maybe three. Yeah, if I'm generous. Yeah, because yeah, the Voyager episode where they steal the brains to power their um their computer mm -hmm. makes way more sense why they would have to steal. Well, because brains. yeah, they're on a neural network. They're that, on a neural network. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's kinda, that are kind of like brains. Yeah, so they need brains to keep it powered. Brains. And this is just like, oh, uh, we needed to run our facilities for the women. Wouldn't it be? I I think a better way they could have gone with this if is if the women were zombies mm. and they're like we stole it because we're hungry we need brains <laughs> yeah. brains and like they have to put like a third of Spock's brain back in because that's all that's left yeah. <laughs> it is just like the sex center <laughs> uh, and Nurse and Chapel is like oh boy oh yeah. yeah yeah every single day is time for Spock cock Spock cock Spock cock <laughs> Spark cock. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, it's solid two out of ten, I'd mm -hmm. say. Yeah. This this episode didn't need to be made. Yeah, I don't revisit TOS that much. Yeah. Like, yeah, me neither. But I'm gonna <laughs> read uh Mark Cushman's book and yeah. watch all the episodes along yeah. with it. I think that'll be fun. That'd be really fun. Yeah, I need to need to put the purchase in. I got paid today so I can make my book purchases. Hell yeah. Yeah. I'd love to see it. Well, I think that's a great place for us to leave it. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for hanging with us, Soyagers. Be well, travel safe. And uh, don't watch this episode. It fucking sucks a dong, man. It does. It's only notable for uh, Spock's penis be being taken out in the, Spock in the porn parody. So. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, y'all, thanks for trekking with the Soy Boys, Girls, and Otherworldly Beans. Hang, Hang dong and shocker. Soy, 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 soy,